We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience, presented by DraftKings. Week 11, DraftKings picks and preview. Smash the like, sub to the channel, and join the Pat Mayo Experience Listener's League. It's now open. It's down in the description. 3,000 spots. It's not quite full as of yet, but I highly recommend that you go reserve or even fill out lineups for your three spots. Even before we get into everything, if you want to generate your lineups pretty easily, run thesims.com slash mayo to do that right now and get yourself... 10% off. We will have two special shows a week from now. Monday night, new spread pick show with just Thanksgiving games with Cust, Jeff, and myself. And then live 10 a.m. Eastern time on Thursday, me, Cust, Jeff, Cam, Pozzola, Thanksgiving Day, best bets live on Mayo Media Network. So if you're a podcast listener to the audio version only, won't be up there. It'll be on the YouTube channel. So please go sub right now. All right, Tambo. RumPureSports.com. What's going on? What's happening? Yeah, I'm excited, by the way. American Thanksgiving. Canadian here, but of course, love that every year. Be here watching it with you guys. I, I always love American Thanksgiving, so it's great. Three-game slate, showdown slates, everything going on. It's going to be a fun one. We won a lot of money last year. Sitting here. Were you, were you, did you come last year? Yeah, I was here last yeah, year. Like yeah. My friend just kept hitting first touchdown bets over and over It was and great over. fun. Was All hilarious. day long. Yeah, it was awesome. 
And just the people getting sloppier and sloppier as the day goes on. I was like, I'll bet Deshaun Jackson first touchdown. Why not? I really forget forget who it was, but I was one of those people hitting sloppier. And it was those bets were just sounding so much better, really selling them. And yeah, some of them were hitting. So it was great. Well, let's talk about the slate this week because it is tough. Receivers, not cheap. And all the good ones are gone. Yeah, expensive quarterbacks are back. Yeah, expensive quarterbacks. Quarterbacks in a dome, even more so now with Josh Allen getting shoved into one, too. So. Yeah, it's been a you know a hard week to look at it, just to sort of go through it. I've got King of the Beach coming up this week, the first round, so digging in as much as I possibly can, but it may just be a, the five lineup week for me. I might, I might just try and hone in and get off all these thoughts outsider. So a lot of my stuff today is pretty dialed in so far, so it should be a good show. Well, I'm going to give you a guy that you can use, even if you want to go 100% in King of the Beach. Justin Fields, here he's good. <laughs> I, I, here he is too, yeah. Back-to-back weeks, he did it again. I was glad we did, even when you clipped the little tidbit for Twitter, I was so glad you had that in there because I won the King of the Beach ticket, my fifth and final that you're able to win with a Justin Fields higher stakes like cash type lineup. And someone's like, oh, I thought you were fading that guy because your Twitter said thinking about fading Justin Justin Fields. Let's go. Here's the clip from my guy, Pat. Check it out. I, I said on the show, once we started building those lineups, it really was too easy. What I did in MME, I was still underweight, unfortunately, so I didn't have a great tournament week, but tried out. I tried out uh, Equinemia St. Brown, brother-on-brother action in the same game. I tried out Claypool. Didn't have a lot of just Fields and Komet, which is just goes to show, again, that's kind of all you need to do. You can just go the guy, pair him up with this tight end, and then fill in the value plays around it. You pretty much ended up on a nice little tournament lineup there. So worked out for the winners. I know we never talk about double tight end this week, but if you don't go double tight end this week, your lineup looks pretty bad. Yeah, it's true. Well, we, we talked about it last week. Some of the sharpest players out there, like going back and doing some lineup study and looking through it, they had the double tight end week multiple different ways. Didn't all work out, but some had Kelsey with Ingram in that same game, which to me at least makes more sense because Kelsey's more of a wide receiver. But you saw a lot of Dulcich with Moreau what the optimizers were spitting out, basically. They were just willing to go there because of the price constraints. And again, you mentioned it, Pat. We kind of have it a little bit here. If you want Fields and Barkley and then going down from there, what are you doing? Like, at, at some point, you're going to have to go down. We even have, looks like it. I'm not sure if Mark Andrews is going to be back officially yet. I think he's going to play. I think he's going to play. If not, I'll likely go to Isaiah, but we'll see what happens there with him. So uh, I think that it's going to be a good spot this week to pay down, and double tight end would be an option to get there. So the the optimal lineup as of Friday morning looks like this. From runthesims.com slash mayo, you can go tweak anything that you want, make the optimizer spit out what you want. That's why I like optimizers. I'm yes. just like, no, I want it to give me this lineup that I want to play anyway. <laughs> just optimize. Perfect. Yeah, those are the guys are going to play anyway. doesn't usually work out in a ton of profit for me. But Daniel Jones and Saquon in the same lineup, which we were talking about Fields and Montgomery. You can play those guys together this week. Like, they they don't necessarily, like, yes, I get they're not necessarily correlated. I think they can score enough points that they can independently be good. I I can't do the math that quickly in my head, but are they, is that the exact same price or close to 2v2? I think so. Because Jones is like 5,700 with 8,900, and then Fields is, what, 7,600 with 6,100? It's very close. Let's see. Daniel Jones and Saquon will give you 5,000 remaining per spot and fields said now 76 might be even too cheap still and david montgomery who's 61 actually gives you it's actually less to play fields and so there i mean just an interesting thing to take away though that's every lineup you're looking at that can be that i think they're both early games so it's not going to matter for a late swap thing but still keeping that in mind that's just a way to look at things differently and you're still playing quarterback with his running back so you got daniel jones and barkley in the same lineup this is more of like you know this is the optimal this is like your cash lineup that you're going to see in like head-to-heads and 50 50s and stuff like that ramondre at running back stefan diggs Cortland sutton garrett wilson garrett wilson's going to go off the charts yeah now that Corey davis has been officially ruled out dawson knox and greg dulcich and then texans d 
down at the bottom. I do like Texans D this week. I like Washington D too, but. I like the Texans quite a bit. We've talked about the, you know, any defense against Heineke right now has been a thing. It still seemingly works out. Worked out even last week, even with Washington doing their thing against Philly. It still got the pick there at the end. So it, it's it's always an opportunity in here. I think they're 2,400. A lot are liking the Steelers at 2,300. So for 100 bucks more, you go up against Heineke. I don't hate that at all. I, I mean, I love the Steelers. I assume everyone's going to love the Steelers. Oh, they will, for sure. Yeah, it's no doubt. But every, just, listen, I played a ton of the Vikings last week. Everyone loved the Vikings. They were the highest scoring D. Yeah, and we haven't seen a scenario really since the Bengals when they were 40%. I think there was one other week there was a D around 30%, but rest of the weeks it's been kept in check around 20% or less. So just play them if you like them. Ownership projections have been way off this year, I found. I think so too, especially at at certain positions or, you know, running back we had that week where it was like James Robinson isn't going to be owned and the other week where Josh Jacobs is going to be so high owned and then he came in at 5%. It's just complete opposites in some cases. So you really have to get a better feel for the slate. I think we do a good job talking through it on this show. We kind of pinpoint what we think is going to happen and then we make st- statements for why that will happen yeah and then we can see who else we can fit in because that's yeah. usually where the extra ownership comes from it's, yeah oh yeah no this guy is this price range everyone's just going to use this guy because he's very clearly the best choice yeah at fifty eight hundred dollars or sixty seven hundred like it was like pollard last week like once you started rigging everything we knew that zeke was out it's like why wouldn't you just play pollard here yeah the, the mistake i made was not thinking about dobbs being out because it was such a nice little mini stack to have. Just Pollard and Watson. Mm-hmm. Watson, of course, you don't, even, you're not expecting that when you click on Watson's name. I'm just saying when you were looking, we were starved for value at wide receiver. He was 3700 bucks, and he ended up getting three touchdowns. Even if you got one or two, you're still in a great spot, but it's just a good little play and a good secondary stack in that game. So I liked it. Let's go to running backs in terms of optimal rate so far this week. Let's not worry about pricing as of just yet. Ramondre, system loves Ramondre. Why does it love Ramondre so much? I think it's really just because what he's been doing, even with Harris, Harris back. It, all those games with Harris before, crushed. I think it was over 20 DraftKings points. Harris comes back. He still does it. Last couple weeks, still does it. He just keeps getting it. Now he gets to be at home against the Jets. It is a second-time game going against them, right? Obviously, second second time up against them, but it's, now it's at home. So, Ramondre, Saquon, Mixon, Kenyon Drake, that is assuming Gus Edwards is out, which he may not be. He might be in the lineup, so be wary of that. And then Kamara. Do you think no one's going to own Kamara because it's a perceived tough matchup against the Rams and he's basically busted two weeks in a row? Yeah, and he's only really had one or one and a half good games all season when you look at his, if people are watching game logs. One thing that's broke with the Sims right now, I think, is it doesn't have David Montgomery with Herbert on IR. Oh, yeah, that's weird. So, I, I, I can go manually adjust that. I think I did go manually Maybe that's just that. a, a something lacking, but I definitely think he's going to be one yeah. of the highest owned on the slate. So I, I have it that way. Yeah. Like, I have the customization, so I didn't even notice that it didn't kick back. I'm going to text Justin after this. Be like, what's yeah. going on? Come on. He, he usually updates it on no, Friday afternoon. <laughs> he would. It's not important right yet anyway. It's good to have for the show. But, yeah, that, him and Stevenson look to be the most popular, at least, for just what yeah. you would jam in as the automatic values. Like, I have Montgomery at 19% right now with an optimal rate of 18%. Yeah, that sounds about right. And he is $6,100. So let's try to build one of these out. Like if we start with running back and maybe figure out which stacks we can go to there, unless there's a stack that you absolutely love that we need to get on. How many outdoor stacks do you think you're going to end up doing here? Probably none. Because it's, it's... Yeah, why would you when you have all these other options? And again, even if you like other spots and you want to quote unquote get weird, you could play Jalen Hurts, who is still in a dome with a $2,500 tight end now that Goddard is out, someone like Jack Stoll and then just fill in the rest of the value plays. And you've just got a different quarterback and tight end. You can fit more with it. He's still in a dome. What if he beats the other guys around him? It's a huge leg up, and you don't have to go crazy. So there's just too many spots right now. Who do Who is there? They activated someone off IR, I believe. Tyree Jackson. Yeah. Do we want to play Tyree Jackson? Not this week, I don't think. 
I, I, I would save him for the future, but I don't know if they just work him right back in. Stoll has shown he can do enough. Calcaterra looked into it like more of a blocking tight end, so he can sort of assume that role. Stoll, assume that role and play Jack Stoll. Maybe that's the rhyme for the week, but I, I do like that one. If you go to Jack Stoll here, it's not something I'm going to be heavy on. I just think it's an option that I'm at least considering because of the pricing. And to what we had talked about, maybe then you don't have to go double tight end. You can just really use the super punt tight end and get different elsewhere. Is there any running back from down the list that you think he would consider? Who are some of the options? I'm pulling up my list now, but what, what are you thinking like, beyond those Ken, guys? Kenyon Drake, 59. Antonio Gibson, $5,600. De- definitely considering that. Being, that. That matchup is still something that is just so, completely beatable. Now we see them going against what's a really tough matchup in Philly. Look, Philly, we've been talking about it all season. I, I don't call that getting exposed. They lost a the game, sure. Matchup that they know, all that stuff. But... I said this to you all season long. We've been talking about it plenty over at Run Pure, but like this Philly team has the glorious schedule across the board. We won't find out if they get exposed till after the bye in the playoffs. They're just unless they get bad injuries or something like that. Philly is going all the way through the playoffs, getting the bye, and then we'll see in that in that second round when they show up for the game if they're a real team. But these guys ran all over them, and now they get Houston. They jammed Robinson, I think, twenty four or twenty six times. They had Gibson going. It looks like J.D. McKissick will be out again. And and in that situation, the split between when Gibson is on the field and when Robinson is on the field, if Gibson's on the field, they're passing, essentially, or just handing it to him. Yeah. When Robinson's on the field, they only run. Yeah, and I could see this one. I really, I don't know. I think everyone will look at the Robinson 26 touches and the score. But and 5300 bucks. I think I like the $300 more for Gibson. I think I like it too because I feel like his upside with the receptions. Yeah. And if the game does, listen, you don't. And ex- if it somehow flips, yeah. yeah it, it, we don't expect it to get flipped. Like Washington's favorite in this game. Although I took Houston against the spread, I think it's going to be close. Yeah. And be competitive the entire way, but. If you yeah. think that, that's what I was thinking too. Exactly where I'm saying if that's what we think, I like Gibson for that reason, just to stay more involved. It's more opportunities with them in that case. So I kind of like it. You can play either or. You can play. Maybe you can play both. If you want to play two cheap running backs, they did just jam them all game long against Philly. Maybe they continue to do that here, but I would prefer to pick one, and it would be Gibson. So yeah, I think I'd prefer Gibson as well. Melvin Gordon is $5,700. I don't hate that against the Raiders. No, I don't really like that one. I was, you know, ugly Kareem thought. Kareem Hunt is 5100 bucks against Buffalo. Yeah, could could work actually. That, that's one I'll write down. It's a good note actually because if they you know expect them to be down for sure, go into the dome, get behind Josh Allen and the boys, and next thing you know he's in there. We liked him a little bit, fifty three hundred last week for that similar reason. But now you get him in what's likely a better spot at fifty one hundred. I was gonna say too, Cordell Patterson. He's opposite side of Montgomery in the same game with Fields. Sixty two hundred is an ugly price. He can get you three again, but if he doesn't, what what are your thoughts? I don't know what I want to do with the Atlanta side. I mean, I think he's the most logical choice. And also, not to mention, Mariota's popular right now. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Maybe I'll play Tristan Ebner, Montgomery's backup. Because they're still going to split. Like, uh, we saw that with Herbert. Like, Ebner was playing a ton when it was just Herbert. Just Herbert was getting all the valuable touches. Obviously, Montgomery's going to get the valuable touches at the same time. But yeah. I'm not really going to play him at $4,200. I just thought it was interesting that yeah. everyone's... All, and listen, you probably... Sh- should you be all in on Montgomery here? I don't think all in, no. I mean, it's, I think one of the things that is noteworthy that we did talk about a little bit already about the field situation is the price did go up on him and others involved. No one wants to chase Komet because it's been two in a row now. And then last week you even saw it. Like Chase Claypool didn't get as much as what you would expect. The other guys didn't. Mooney got some, of course, to go with the stack when people were stacking him up. But with the fact Montgomery's so popular, what that's doing, at least what I'm seeing right now, Friday mid-morning afternoon, is it's keeping... Fields in check. 
Fields is being kept to sort of maybe that 12 to 15% range, if not lower. We'll see as the week goes on. Allen's going to pick up steam. We talked about Mariota. People are going to Daniel Jones. I've heard love for Heineke with McLaurin because you can play in that little mini game stack for cheap. Dallas and Minnesota game is popular, we'll talk about. But my point being, if it holds Fields to that, why, if everyone in the whole, like for me in King of the Beach, he's probably going to be 60% owned for Montgomery. Why would I not just run a field stack and go against that and hope that it's every time that they get to the goal line, it's Fields running it in. Or, or Hebner. Or, or running it around. Definitely or, not. Earl you know, Hebner. These are how you just lose opportunities in lineups when you just try and go off the board too much. No, no, so. I'm, not, I'm not saying to use him. I'm saying when they get down there, they give it to him oh, instead yeah, yeah. of Montgomery. Could, You're could like, oh, perfect. Him. Yeah, I, w- I want to get all of it. I want the passing touchdown. Like maybe a, a, just a simple Mooney field stack and then run it back with one guy or even don't run it back. Just play it that way. But I definitely think there's opportunity to leverage that. Uh, you know, other guys, Stevenson is the other one I worry about a little bit just because, I mean, still the Jets. The Jets are pretty good defense. You know, Rundy to be, you know, I, I wouldn't say that. But in general, you could just see in the second game how it always can go. It could be a little bit more of a slugfest. And you still got to get there. Ramondre's not like a lock and load 20 points. So I just, now that Davis is out, the amount of Ramondre Garrett Wilson mini stacks is going to be through the roof. Yeah, I mean, I'll have one lineup at least with that because it just fits. It's the cash game model. It makes sense. Don't overthink it. They are good plays. Put them together. I'm just saying what worries me a little bit of those two. Like, I like Montgomery more than Stevenson. Me too. So that would just be my note. Pierce would have been interesting, but then the fact they added Eno Benjamin, I have to wait and see what they do with that. They're not going to use Eno a ton. I think he just kind of comes in for maybe a more, the Rex Burkhead role on steroids is essentially how I would describe it, which means it drops Pierce down to like 70% of the time, like snaps, rather than 85%. That would be my guess on the situation. Very difficult to run on the commandos. Philly was able to do it to start in the third quarter, on Monday night because Washington's like, well, you're down by like 14 run all you want and milk this clock. Yes. Like it's not that Sanders was actually looking any good. That's a great call too. That is what it is. It's just like at the end of the game when they play, pre- you prevent defense yeah. and some, Oh, he's catching passes now. Yeah. They're giving him five, six yards per catch yeah, have it. because they don't care. They're just, if you want to run your game out that way, you can, and we'll take the W. So yeah, I do. I do like that call. I just thought it was interesting. I think it's scaring people off a little bit on Pierce even though all the volume's been there, it's like, oh, but now they must not like him. They went and picked up Eno Benjamin. That's just not true. What are we doing with Tony Pollard? We, I think we got to wait and see. If Zeke is actually in. What if he's in? Then I'm not going back. At Definitely all? not. No. Like, uh, probably not 100% Zeke. Uh, if Zeke is in playing, I don't, I don't want to play Tony Pollard. I don't want to play the committee when we have other good spots. I know. I, just, I feel like even if Zeke is healthy, it might not be a committee this week. Maybe. I think he's still banged up. Maybe. But if they activate him, I think he's ready. They didn't activate him last week, so stuck with Tony Pollard. Even that was a, a struggle, it felt like, to get him there. He, but he, he got eventually there. got there. He oh, got yeah, he there. got there. Just felt like a struggle. That's all I'm saying. So if both of them are back, it just makes it tougher to go to. So in a game stack or something, I guess that, that game, I don't, what are your thoughts on We didn't talk about it at quarterback. We're just getting into it, too. But my point being, like that is a spot that it feels like many are going to because you've got Hawkinson coming off. Now he got, a ten, he got 10 targets last week. He's up to 19 in two games. They got Lamb. Had another breakout game for himself. That looked pretty good. You've got the other options there. Jefferson, I know he's a little bit banged up as of right now, but if he plays, assuming he does, 9,100, had the great catch, but it wasn't just the catch that made him last game. It was a huge game all around for him. And then you can afford. Kirk Cousins is actually showing up popular right now as an option. Same with Tack. He should. Like, looking at Kirk Cousins and running the optimals, he's one of the top three most optimal quarterbacks this week. If not number one, actually, when I go and take the look at it. Let's see, quarterbacks. It's probably Josh Allen, in fairness, but... Probably should be Josh uh, it's Allen. It's Josh Allen, Kirk Cousins, Jalen Hurts. One, two, three. 
Yeah, Josh Allen's taking a little while to creep up in the ownership projection. Yeah, but now that but he's back inside. It's going up. All, yeah. Oh, for sure. It's I mean, the, up the total got jumped seven points in the game. You're not getting 3% like last week when no one wanted to play him based on the injury. Now you're going to see him pop up. So, But yeah, I, I see Kirk Cousins, Daniel Jones, Mariota, guys like that all at the top right now. So, You know what I felt very good about last week? My Jacoby Brissett stacks for about nine minutes in that game. And then that so, was it. That was the end of it. I even had it with Harrison Bryant. I was like, oh my God, this is my day. Well, I had it with D- Donovan, Donovan Peoples-Jones and Bryant. Yeah. And it still didn't work out. So just because of him, Donovan Peoples-Jones was two yards or something from the bonus. Would have had a one really year, good one, score. One, one yard, maybe it bonus. was. Yeah. It was uh, Damian Pierce that was on the bonus, off the bonus, and right there at 94 or something. But either way, a bunch of guys like that. And then Bryant got the touchdown, but he just needed so much more. But... That that was one spot we you know to talk about. And the other guy I was going to bring up too. You just mentioned it. And remind me. Oh, the Dak side of the the ball in Minnesota game. What what about that? Because you still have Schultz. You can easily sag it. Lamb, Gallup, Schultz, Dak. There's you know use two. Right back. Lamb. I don't want Gallup. I just don't feel like he does. Yeah. Anything. So go, so go Lamb, I, Schultz, and Jefferson. So Dak, Lamb, Schultz. Man, if you use Jefferson, like who who else? Let's let's try to fill out this lineup. Because it just feels like there's no one left to play. That's what I'm I'm wanting to find out. Like, if we do that, maybe this is a spot for that double tight end. Use Schultz and Hawkinson instead of Jefferson. Or you play Dalvin Cook, who's slightly cheaper than Jefferson, at least. Plug in the Steelers D and Hawkinson. And let's try what you're talking about here. Instead of, like, no Jefferson? But with Hawkinson, yeah, you're totally, let's try to let's try to build it with Jefferson first. Yeah, yeah, build it with Jefferson. So put put in the the Patriots D or the sorry the Steelers D. Steelers D. And what does that leave us? Five thousand. Okay, so now you can... Who's the absolute bum tight end that you can play this week? Jack Stoll. That's too bummy, isn't it? I don't know. It's If there's no Goddard, 2500 bucks. If there's no Goddard, why aren't we just going Hurts, A.J. Brown, Devonta Smith? Yeah, that's the other side of it. <laughs> One of those guys, at least. That, that's my thing about a Hurts stack. You really can just hope that he hones in on a guy, like get the three-touchdown A.J. Brown game again or something, but... If you don't want to go there, then go to Dulcich again or something like that. Or Moreau with no Waller. Like, use a cheaper guy that people would actually probably is, consider. Dulcich is 38. And Mar- Moreau's 100 less, I believe. I mean, I like Moreau. Yeah, and Waller's on the IR. It's I, a, I, I don't it's love a, him against Denver, but whatever. Well, if they have to cut, you know, that's the thing. If Sertain is going to be on Adams. Yeah, or, see, see that, that, that I feel like that is specious thinking because yeah. they just don't score points. Denver doesn't score points. They don't allow people to score points. Those games are just fucking black holes. I think the games would be very ugly, and it's in Denver. Yeah. The altitude, all these so, factors, I, I don't know. But. I mean, I'd, I think I'd rather, for $100 more in this particular game, is Judy going to play? It doesn't sound like he's uh, going to play. It's, it's tough to say. It sounds like he could, but yeah, maybe I, not. I thought he broke his he definitely, ankle yeah, when he went bad. down. <laughs> it def- it's definitely something that they said he won't avoid a long period of time, but then as this week has crept on, it seems like it actually is a potential because people were talking a lot about Sutton, and now it's kind of leaned off a little bit because of the potential for this. But I, I like Dulcich still just to go back to the well. I think I think I like Dulcich better than I like Moreau in this particular matchup. I think rest of the season, I mean, event. I don't think Waller's going to come back. I don't think Renfro's no. going to come back. I think it's just Moreau the rest of the year. Like, may- get, get yourself healthy. Yeah. We'll figure this out next year. He get, He's a product of the position, like the spot where we're at. You just talked about the injuries and all that. It just makes sense. And he but doesn't block. He, either he or. Only if, we, runs if, if we need the 100 bucks, we can go down from, from sure. Baltic to Moreau. So, so, so now we in. have two running backs and a receiver at $5,500 remaining. If we could find a punt receiver in this spot, we could get to the 6,000s and get Montgomery. You just his- get Montgomery, Ramondre, and wherever you land. Okay, let's 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 fill that in. Let's go. Do we want to do Ramondre or do we want to do someone cheaper? Uh-huh. We can go. We can do sixty one hundred, and we can do Montgomery. Now we have fifty one hundred dollars remaining. If we take 
Ramondre with this Dak stack with $3,600 for a receiver. That, that? That's not looking great. Now we're into Zach Pascal, who actually, now that you think about it, a guy that used to be a heavy red zone presence for the Colts the last few years. No Goddard. He was running more routes on Monday night after Goddard. He, I think he had a touchdown in that game. Like, touch, he's an absolute touchdown or bus guy, but, like, who isn't? down here i think i think you would go shaheed <laughs> no I, I mean there's a play here it depends on judy's health but it, i think hamler's still out too right so you play kendall hinton Ugh. and then you drop and, ho- and hope he plays quarterback you know, that'd be even better but you could play kendall hinton if those guys are out and then you could drop your dolchich down to moreau and have the mini stack kendall hinton not practicing okay so <laughs> has shoulder injury just unbelievable stuff. Well, here, what, what about, okay, I, I know I bring up this guy a bunch of weeks, and I remember having this conversation with Leone back in the day when I used to play Ted Ginn every single week, but Demir Bird in this particular matchup where you think it's going to be a shootout. No, 30, you love this guy. I do. Well, he only gets deep shots. That's it. He comes down with one of them. You're there. I mean, he's probably going to score zero points. How many, he, how many times has he come down with one of them? Once. Yeah, like but, maybe once ever. That's what I'm saying. That, I think what that, you need that, to do okay, is go off that, Ramondre. That, that is not true. If you go off Ramondre here. Okay, let's go off Ramondre. We have options because you got like Scournick with no well, guys. I, you, have, you have real dudes at 3,900 and above that you can see, play. See, that, that, that's a name that I wanted to get to. I actually picked him up my season long league because I have Cooper Cup. Do I like it? No. Is he more capable of the guys we're talking about? Yes, and probably has at least some floor with a potential for a 15-point game or okay, something that you can get there. Let's throw Scronic in 3,900 bucks so now we have 6,400 at running back the how did pro- we get more money how much was Ramondre 67 oh uh, that's right is uh is Montgomery 6,100 right yeah yeah oh I had the Montgomery up on pricing I was like bucks. okay so so how much do we have now 6,400 we have 6,400 problem is there's no one here you can go to CPAT at 62 <laughs> or Swift or the Lions backs or Elliot like the backside of that what about if oh Gus- no you take Dolchich down to Moreau and go to Damian Pierce do you like Pierce in this matchup? We just talked about it. I, think, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think, think others... Well, we'll see what the ownership says at the end I of the week. I think he's going to be pretty popular. Really? That, yeah. That'd I, be interesting. I feel like people are more scared of him, but the ownership does show that it's there. I just don't believe it. There. We talked earlier how ownership projections are wrong. If Ramondre's 25 to 30, and if Montgomery's 25 to 30, or more, who knows what these guys end up at, how is Pierce owned like that? It's just not true. Okay, let's change this up a bit, because that was with Jefferson still in. True. So let's take Jefferson out. That doesn't sound great but let's try it out he's banged up let's see yeah and we'll throw delvin cook in instead oh god that just got worse go go down and go take take the other guy out and put in hawkinson Hawkinson and play double tight end if you're doing that well i mean we're using the dak side of it that's why i'm right yeah yeah but we have dak lamb pretty good by the hawkinson i like that and then dallas just got gashed on the ground against green bay oh god that's i think cook is a horrible play why not good and you've got other guys. Besides that, not good, like why is he not good? I, I, he's eight thousand dollars. Okay, so for eight thousand dollars, like you could go you up can, to you Chubb. Can, I just, I'm just getting up to Barkley, or I'm or going down to, to Taylor. Yeah, well, even if you didn't go to Taylor, there's other guys below it: Josh Jacobs, Ramondre. What do you think Dalvin Cook's ownership is going to be, or do you care? I, I don't care, but it's going to be low, and it's going to be low for good reason. Okay, five percent probably. I mean, the guy's getting a ton of work. Yeah, maybe he scored what like twenty five against Buffalo last week. Whew. Ceiling game. You hate Delvin Cook. Yeah, so bad. And that, don't forget, they jammed him because his family was in the crowd watching him and his brother play against each other. They tried to, first the Bills tried to jam James in. Yeah, on the he other almost side. got in. He got stuffed hard. He got smacked up. He tra- they tried, though. Are you in or out on Mixon? Oh, God. I don't think I can do that the, one either. The, the but... Sims love Mixon. I hate Mixon this week. I don't know. He's Last one that... time I hated him, I think he scored five touchdowns. I, I don't want to commit on him because he's one that, if he gets there, I mean, 7400 bucks. 
Again, this makes no sense. They have ownership on Kamara, Jacobs, and Mixon, plus Ramondre, plus it's yeah. no possible way. They can't all have it. So, I don't know. I, is he, he's another guy, though, like the example of what everyone goes to. He's not going to do that again. No shit. He's not scoring five touchdowns this week against Pittsburgh but especially. I, but But at least I think when you reverse engineer the case against Carolina, massive favorites at home, terrible defense that you're going up against. I can see how he gets there. Yeah. Like, the Steelers are a good defense, and they're especially good run defense. Even without Watt, they were an excellent run defense. Yeah. Now he's back. That's what I'm th- That's what I'm saying. That's why I see it like that. I see it pretty much the same way, but then you say, like, okay, $100 more, Pat, is Josh Jacobs. You don't have to choose. You can go completely off the board and go up or down and get different elsewhere, but I'm saying if you were just picking between those two, Josh Jacobs and Mixon. I'd pick Jacob. No, I wouldn't pick Jacobs this week. In, De- in Denver, yeah, we I'm, talked about that already. Yeah. That could be a slog fest. I, I, I don't but. want, I, I've unless it's Dulcic I, or Moreau, who are just like complete punts in that game, I just don't want anyone on Denver or playing Denver. Okay. <laughs> like that's, Even, a, that's a rule who, who that I'm writing uh, Who did the Raiders play last week again? The Colts. And Matt Ryan, the boy showed a little bit of life because the Raiders just don't show up. So I wonder, is this going to be wait. finally? Yeah, you wait for Russell Wilson. You see... I'm not trying it. You, I'm just you, listen. You're, you're calling me like out on my back of my you, mind. You play Russell Wilson, and we'll see how that goes. You're... I've done it a few times. It sucks. It's the absolute worst. I, I call you out because it's just fun. But you've been right on a bunch. Last week you had me crushed with Slayton over Wandale. So yeah, but you, you, you talked me out. I played Wandale. See, I listen to you. Well, you win. I don't. That's why I listen you to you. You got to stick to your conviction. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'll at least make the calls. I don't care. But again, the difference is in this spot, those two are kind of where I'm leaning because what ends up happening is a lot of your lineups end up there. If you want to have any semblance of a wide receiver core where it looks feasible, then you have to go there. And that's kind of why I keep landing on this spot. And that's why I didn't want to cancel out Mixon. But it really is hard to choose between those two. I, I think you can cancel both of them. I'd rather, I'd rather try to find the money and play Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. Jonathan Taylor is going to touch the ball regardless of the score 25 times. This well, is what Jeff Saturday is doing. Jeff, like, Su- Jeff Sunday. <laughs> now. Mr. Sunday. Got the W, baby. Well, well, here's the thing about Jonathan Taylor. I think there's two sides to the coin, as there is everything. But my point being with him, especially this week, one side is Philly just got ran on by Brian Robinson and Gibson and got smacked up on the ground. And then we saw what Taylor did himself. But there was them. going to him, though. Yeah, I'm just saying, but that that's good. This is all good things that would be a good side of the coin. The bad side is, is does Philly come out of that game after an L and just decide to smash them up and get there, and now you see Jonathan Taylor phased out after the first quarter where they try and run his ass all day, and now you start to see, remember Matt Ryan's back now, Pittman. Sure. You see Paris Campbell but, in the slot. But you what, see, what we have seen in games where the Colts have gotten behind earlier on in the year is that Naheem Hines would come into the game. And they would start throwing to him. Or Deion Jackson in that one game that he was starting, they started throwing to him. Well, they're not there. Right. It's just Jonathan Taylor now. But so he might end up with like eight catches if that's the situation. Man. I was, by the way, I was. I don't know if this, yeah, it was last week. With Travis e- Etienne got his three catches again. His, his main thing. Everyone told me he's getting seven or eight catches. Not eight. happening. He actually, I mean. Three I, for 28. I, I good, used good him. I, I needed him to get in the end zone yeah. at one point. And he was pretty close to the bonus, I too. still play. I, I'm just saying, <laughs> I, when I, I played him, I was making fun of when everyone's like, he's going to be this massive pass catcher I mean, In now. fairness, they probably, I mean, as Christian Kirk was open the entire game. They probably should have thrown to him more. Christian Kirk crushed. Yeah. I, Loved that play. I, I had a few lineups where I didn't use Etienne, and I used Christian Kirk in his place. Like, you talked Smart. me into that. That's the, that's the play. Yeah. yeah, like everyone's using this guy. People are using this guy, but not as much. Switch on to him. Spe- speaking of which, this week could be Jacoby Myers. 
I like I like Myers every week. I just again another guy that I, I had to pick up Barbara Stanwick to put in my lineup for a cup. Because I, I think Devontae I Parker's still there. So if you got well, he's sauce, back. yeah, if you got sauce covering, I don't know what he would do, but we'll see. It was like last time. I think he was nine for ninety against the Jets. Uh, I do he like does, Myers. He, all he does is run crossing routes. If you don't play Ramondre and you still want a piece of that game, play Myers. Play Myers. I like that. How much is Myers though? I think is the problem. Jacoby is 50, ah, 5,500 is actually not bad. Fair. It's what and, I would call fair, Pat. Yeah. Firm, but fair. And just go look at who's in the 4,000s besides Garrett well, Wilson. Yeah, that's Whoa. what I was saying earlier. <laughs> that, that is the challenge when you get down there. Okay. So let's go back to this Dak lineup because I've reconfigured it a little bit. So okay, it has okay. Dak and Montgomery, Lamb and Schultz, Hawkinson, Steelers D. We have $6,000 remaining oh, for yeah. a running back and two receivers. Now, and, if we use Skoranek, we can have a running back and receiver spot for 7000 apiece. Is Ramondre in this lineup? No. We can put Ramondre in. So well, I was going to say, we put him or my... Well, let's do a 2v... Let's compare. Ramondre with what versus... So put in Scow and then go Ramondre and see what it leaves us and then take Ramondre out and go Myers and see what it leaves us. And that's how I would think about so it. So we need one wide receiver for this lineup for 7300 bucks. That means we can have Amon oh, Ra. Oh, Amon Ra, baby. We what? can have T. Higgins, Chris Olave. No, it's Amon. It's the, it's the sun god. Boyd. So All right. That, that works. So you have, if you go Ramondre with Scow. You can fit in St. Brown. Yeah. Into that lineup. And now, we have a, and we have 100 bucks left to get to the Texans D off that chalk Steelers defense. Yeah, I still think I like the Steelers. <laughs> Maybe, but just saying, if you want to flip it around Who a little bit. Now, okay, now do this as the exercise for the people. Take out Amon Ra. Amon Ra out. Take out Ramondre. And put in Myers. And put in Myers. And does it get us to Barkley? I think it does. Yeah. No. How it much? does not. It gets us to, for a running back, it gets us to Chubb, Cook, Taylor. Oh, it, terrible. We're $400 away from So the, the other way is better. Okay. Yeah, the other way is better. Also, it left us 100 bucks, right? Yeah. I thought there was somebody at 4K flat if we wanted to make our comparison there. but maybe For, the, for a receiver? Well, just instead of, oh, baby, you could run uh, K.J. Osborne over Scow and run the triple, the, the five-man stack that you love so much. That I, I saw Justin, at Justin Freeman on Twitter, the guy that I'm partners with at Run the Sims, and like he does the actual sim work for this. And he like kind of tweeted, he's like, the five-man stack has just been brutalized this year. Like The two tight ends are actually like, oh. have been a real – because scoring's been down, yeah. that the five-mans just haven't been hitting. <laughs> I makes, think it's because I hit it that one It week. makes perfect sense, but you love it. I, I do. I, I think a... the only reason I love it because it was like week three, and I played like the golf side five-man stack, the Geno side five-man stack. It's like, oh, everyone's scoring points. Yeah. This is great. You got to love it. And then you're here with me the week. It's the Arizona. Zona Seattle. I'm like, just bet the under. Why? Because everyone has this five man stack left over, and it's definitely not hitting. So, yeah, pe- people love that. I I agree with Justin and the numbers. I, that's why I don't run it very often. But it's the idea of the parlay that we always talk about. When you got five guys in the same game, that's one leg of your parlay. There's only four spots left to fill out. If you have a secondary stack in there, you need four things to happen: that game to go off, the secondary stack to work, and then your final two spots, which likely one of them is a D, and you've got a, a smaller parlay to hit if everything goes your way. Josh Reynolds going to play this week? I do believe I saw something on that. He's limited. Is is Raymond one of them? Is this, what's going on with the Raymond? I think Raymond's fine. Was Khalifa? He's fine. He's good. Okay, maybe he, it was Reynolds. He that was I like saw the then. only bet that I won last week. I had over Raymond yards, and it wasn't looking good until it was. Yeah, Reynolds returned to practice. I saw that yesterday. I, I th- like Reynolds. You do? I just they use them in the reds. I why I tweeted out this week at the PME if Twitter still exists, which it should. It and does. if it doesn't, what are you gonna do? You won't be able to tweet at me and tell me I was wrong now, will you? <laughs> no one thought about that part of it. 
Uh, whole freezing takes exposed. Where, you know? where are they? Where are they following you if Twitter goes bust? Uh, Pornhub. Pornhub? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's your new home? Well, I tweeted it out. Actually, I think I had a scheduled tweet for when we were done. I was like, here, you can subscribe to the podcast. I think this was all just a marketing ploy to get people to subscribe to other things outside of Twitter. Or maybe. Pretty genius. So I was like, here's where you can follow the audio pods, the video, the newsletter, all stuff you can find down in the description, by the way, and my Instagram, which I just put pictures of me and my kids. I guess I would have to change that if Twitter went away. Yeah, I got to re- revamp mine. Yeah. Take it down completely. I used it for like home renovations as people to follow <laughs> along and I wanted to have a place to document it. I'm just going to delete all that. That, got all the pictures saved and make it a little bit more fantasy friendly. But, but I, so I put in like those four, but like sandwich in between just said Pornhub <laughs> with a link and it goes to my Spotify. But I love it. I, I don't think anyone really noticed it, but uh, I don't think you're changing careers, Pat. You're just changing places they can find you I mean, if, if, if something people, happens. If people want to pay, listen. Oh, gosh. You well, already, yeah, instead of a cameo, you <laughs> get something else. I, I canceled cameo. It yeah. was just, it was very stressful. Yeah, it's a it's a lot. I know a lot of uh, celebrities do it. You can go on there and get some, but it feels some of them do a really good job. Some of them are absolutely atrocious. Well, I always wanted to do a really good job for them, but like I would see them sitting there. It's like you have two days to respond to this. Like well, I don't necessarily have time today, and like I want to make sure that it's good. And like it just became very stressful. I was like, yeah. I have other things to do. Yeah, <laughs> like, this isn't paying my bill. Like it was nice. It was like I went on vacation once with all the cameo money I made. It's fantastic. It's good, and it's a cool way to interact with people. But like I did find it just way too stressful. Yeah, so I had to stop it's going. a lot. So you. Let's go back here. So 73, yeah, I'm on Raw. I mean, I don't That was know. the lineup for that build. I think that one makes more sense, and we just run it. Okay, let's try to build another stack out here. What what other stack do you think you would want to go with? Do people like that we build out the stacks? Do you oh, think? yeah. I think Pe- that they do. People love it. Should one we- thing people said, we do have to talk about it today. I got a lot of complaints, Pat, is two weeks in a row we skipped the defense segment where we go through and give them the best defenses because no one talks about defense anymore. They just write it off, and you always have good takes about it. So Yeah, but I, I feel like I'm just, even when I'm building my lineups now, like you said, Steelers D or Texans D, like I'm probably just going to build like those are the ones. I mean, you know I like? Washington D. I think Washington's yeah. D, D is great this week. If you have that, that's, I mean, that's what we look at, certain angles of it where you can talk about it. Like Rams D. I think Rams D is a great play. 2900 bucks. The Saints are terrible. I get that the Rams are also terrible, but yeah. like the Saints are truly terrible, and they are not afraid to throw you the ball. And the interesting part is most will be on the Saints side of that. Yeah, I like the Rams in that game in general. I okay. still think the Rams are better, even without Cobb. And it's just the D has to get there. It doesn't even have to win the game if they have a pick six and things turn around, they lose the game by yeah. three. Sack. They still might score the most sacks, picks. And here's the thing. If Andy Dalton gets hurt or he's bad, then Jameis comes in the game. And that, now bad. we're going to cash some checks. Yeah, we, we really would be. So, yeah, I like that call. And it's the opposite side, so it's something to look at. Our next partner has a product I use literally every day. I started taking Athletic Greens because I felt like absolute garbage in the morning. And you know what? I started taking Athletic Greens in the morning because I just wanted more energy. I didn't want to feel crappy in the AM when I woke up. I got two little kids. I'm up super early. And I, friends, am not a morning person. Started using Athletic Greens. Boom. Energy all the time throughout the course of the day. It just sets me up right because it has 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and aptogens to help start your day right. So I take it. My wife takes it. The kids are probably too small to take athletic. I mean, they're probably not, but I'm trying to hoard that stuff for myself so it doesn't all go away. It's lifestyle-friendly. You don't need to take pills to this pill here and that pill there. You can just down some delicious athletic greens and get yourself right. AG1 is a small micro habit with big benefits. It's one thing you can do every single day. Some people are like, oh, I work out every day. I go for a walk every day. This is something you can do when you wake up just once and you can make sure that you do it every 
morning. It's super easy and gets you on the right track. So right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you got to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash mayo. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash mayo to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands. So you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. So do you want to go to Fields? Do you want to go to Bills? I think we want to go to the Daniel Jones one. All right. That's are, what people are want. Are people to... really playing Daniel Jones? Oh, yeah. With who? Definitely. It's like the best matchup in the league is going up against Detroit. He actually runs. Detroit's going to win that game. A little bit. Way. So, it, well, if you think that, that could be even better for Daniel Jones. More opportunities. I don't. I don't know why. And this feels like a really cuss take because he's been doing this against the Lions and Bears every game that he's called. Like I don't see a lot of points in this game. Like last week with uh, Detroit and Chicago, he's like under for sure. Yeah, seventy points or something. Yes. This game reeks of nineteen to sixteen to me. I I don't like it. So what does Barkley do in that game? I don't know. Get like thirty-five carries for one hundred and thirty yards. Man, he had so many chances. Just last like week. I, I feel like this game this week is going to be exactly like the Texans game last week. And you know what? The Texans should have won last week. They couldn't score in the red zone. Yeah, well, that's a problem that teams have. Jacksonville being one of them as well. So. But Detroit does score in the red zone. They don't always get into the red zone. But they score when they get there. Yeah. Goff on the road. Goof. 
Yeah, might be be bad. I I don't. I listen. I I don't think that there's a need to play quarterbacks outdoors. Daniel Jones would be one of the ones this week, mainly because he's going to get there running. So I guess AI. By the way, Dutch Cow, but I did answer that question wrong because I am considering him. I just think it's more to your point of what you brought up. It is interesting. Again, we got to wait and see on Wandale. Wandale's injured as of right now, so we'll see if he plays. But I mean, maybe he can hit a ceiling game of seven points. Well, no, if he's out, I just like that it's even more condensed. Right, you have more options there, but Barkley. It also could be a spot where Barkley is the mixin, and it's at eighty nine hundred dollars, mind you. But like, would you, if you use Daniel Jones, are you using Barkley in that lineup? I think so. Okay, yeah, double. It's just what we said. It's would you want to do Fields and I, Montgomery? I'd rather do Fields and Montgomery. I they're, think so. They're playing Atlanta, which is actually the best matchup, and it's on a fast track. Yeah. And Atlanta can like they'll put up points. I just I don't know how the hell they're going to do it, but they will put up points. If, they always if Barkley do. gets the four touchdown game or something. Because we've been waiting. Like last week, he could have had three or four touchdowns. But he didn't. He, and that was yeah. against the worst rush defense in football. But we would have said that about Mixon for weeks on end. But all it, yeah, again, but, why, but why can't you make that same case for Montgomery this week? I have, And I still have more faith that Fields is going to actually produce fantasy points. Yeah, I like it. I'm not against it. And that'll be in, in a lineup for sure. I'm saying that when you look at it, though, when we talk about Demir Bird and joke around about that, wait, like he'll maybe catch a bomb. Or if, if he does, it's, it's a real big if and what if and anything like that. When we talked about Mixon previous to that game, there was weeks where like, he just gets so much volume. There's no one else there. It's, you know, it could happen. It legit could happen. Sure. That's the thing about Barkley. He gets all the volume. And if he does break through and score three touchdowns, he's going to be needed. But you're also paying a premium for him. You're using his quarterback with him in this matchup. And in it's this not, spot. And you don't have to. But and it's not did. like he's unpopular. He's going to be owned. Yeah. I just find it hard to believe that all these guys can have ownership. Some, some of them aren't going to have ownership. No, I know, so I, I know I, Montgomery I is. I know Ramondre is. Yeah, I think Pierce is off. After that, I don't know. Jacobs, Kamara, Taylor, Taylor Barkley, I, I don't Pierce. Think that, I don't think that Taylor will because I think that people will either go down or go up. Okay. I think that he, he and Dalvin Cook and Nick Chubb are in a weird dead zone. Chubb and Cook are dead, period. They're just I, not going to get ownership ever. Chubb is a good play every week. Yeah, he can play. And you want to talk about someone who might score four touchdowns. Yeah, it's possible. Maybe two, though, because then Hunt gets the Hunt, other two. Yeah, so I just it. play Hunt at 5,100, especially in this matchup where it would make more sense. Yeah, you, what we, about Singletary? We didn't talk about him. Other side. I like Singletary this week. Guy and, went and, off last and, week. And he's a piece of this game that... It will be owned, for sure, like double digits, probably like 11 12%. That's not, yeah, who cares? Yeah, but whatever. So let's, is, let's try uh, to build this out. Daniel Jones and Barkley. Uh, no ownership on Singletary right now. Oh, really? Not much. I mean, obviously the people were... How much is Kenyon Drake absorbing right there, though, with Gus Edwards presumed out? I forgot he even existed, and he's on my favorite team. <laughs> I forgot about the Gus. He's moves. also a good play, by the way, if Edwards sits. <laughs> Drake is, yeah, that's true. If Edwards sits, he's more interesting. 5,900, no ownership at all. No projection at all. Like he's just horrible. And he pops. But he he pops up in the optimal on run the sins right now. With yeah, well, Edwards. If, because out. if Edwards is out, exactly. Yeah, I don't know what the latest was on him. I saw something on him yesterday too, and that other news came up. But go ahead, let's build out New York Giants and okay. see. So Jones Barkley, what next? Montgomery. Yeah, Montgomery. Steelers D. Steelers D. Now what do we? Amonra. You don't want to go. Well, you definitely want him on, right? He's in the same game on the opposite side. Oh, you say you don't want, like, Raymond? No. <laughs> Raymond's so good. Or No, we want him on. the other guy, Mitchell Wright? Oh, or is that combining both the guys into one? No, I think it's two other guys. I think it's, like, uh, what's the guy's name? James Tom, Mi- Tom James Kennedy Mitchell. or something? No, Tom Kennedy's the little white dude. Yeah. James Mitchell's the tight end. James Mitchell's Brock the tight end. Brock Wright is the other tight Brock end. Brock Wright, yeah. So, okay. okay, so we have Jones, Barkley, Montgomery, Steelers, D, and Amon Ra. We have $5,000 for two receivers, a flex, and a tight end. Yeah, who's the tight end in this lineup? Uh, Dulcich? Moreau? Yeah, put put one of them in. 
Let's throw in Moreau. So now we have 53.66 per player. Now you can just kind of hang out in the spot. You could go like Garrett Wilson, Jacoby Myers, mini stack that way. And I think that might bump you up to like Kenyon Drake or Singletary. Yeah, I'll put Myers in it because we're not playing Stevenson. Yeah. And if you just want to play a guy there for a, a good leverage And spot, then why, why are we not using Garrett Wilson in that? Yeah, use now. use them anyway, and I I like that. Pl- plug those two in and see what so, we get. So Garrett Wilson, where the fuck are you at, Garrett Wilson? There we are. Uh, now we have fifty seven hundred, which I think lands us on Antonio Gibson. Is that a flex? Yeah, or another receiver. That's what I mean. So we so can... we have DJ Moore, Melvin Gordon, Jerry Judy, Khalil Herbert, uh, Antonio Gibson, Allen Robinson, Adam Thielen, Najee Harris. That's an, it's an ugly zone. I'd probably just play uh, Antonio Gibson. Could we give? Uh, yeah, we can. Can we get Gibson? Yeah, we can get Gibson. But if we can find a hundred dollars, we can get up to Singletary. Who's the twenty-two hundred dollar D? We can also get to Deontay Johnson for a hundred for another hundred dollars. Do you like him this week? I I like the Steelers side of that game, and I don't like their running game. I was going to ask you about that. Everyone's playing the D. Do we go back to Najee? He was one yard shy himself from the bonus and the touchdown. It was a double whammy. It was a touchdown plus the bonus on the score. It was like a nine point play or whatever. I'm not going to Najee. No, he's had a good game. Can't do it. I think they want, did mix Jalen Warren in more. So. I, I think he wanted to attack the Steelers through the air, and even as we saw last week, like this, I think the Steelers threw like fifty something times. Yeah, in a Pick, game where they were winning the entire. And way. then Pickens gets gets in on an end around. Not, yeah, not a pass. So yeah, it, it was you, tough. You could play the only way this works if you'd want to go up a hundred dollars. You could go to Panthers D or Colts D. Yeah, that's what I was just looking at. I, I never care about the D that much, so it would be. Yeah, Panthers D against Lamar. I, I, I think I'd rather take outdoors. Colts D. I, I, they just never, they don't really do any, mis- they don't make any mistakes. All right, so well, we can go Panthers D and then we can play Singletary if we wanted to, or yeah. Deontay Johnson. Pa- and that's the other thing about it is the Panthers D is down from the Browns and stuff where they're against Buffalo, so you're going down to the Panthers and getting the Buffalo running back. Do you like Singletary, Gibson, or Deontay Johnson more? I like Gibson more. Oh, so, you, I, so then we don't even. We didn't need even to do need to change. That's I, said, I liked him the most. That. Any of it you were looking to get. You to, like Gibson more than you like Singletary? Yeah, I, I, two things. One about Singletary that worries me is he. So one, he's coming off a great game, which again that can happen again. They're inside in the dome, whatever. But two, two notes. One, what do you think happens in this game? I think Buffalo smashes. Me too. The, the thing that I tried to go against earlier in the season, but then became true the further the sample went on, is when they smash Singletary doesn't. It's not as involved. And then on top of that, the coach speak this week, which I tend to believe in their case, is that they got to get Hines more involved. They went and sought him out. They did their thing to get him in there. Why not use him a little bit more? So it just worries me enough to say that. And people say, look, but Brian Robinson is right there beside Gibson. But I just see the game playing closer. I see it being a better script. And it's not like Gibson got no work, right, in that situation. Gibson got a lot of work still and could have easily outscored him. And now I think he does this week, so I'll pay up the 300 bucks and get him over Robinson. Let's build a Daniel Jones without Saquon. Okay, so now you go Montgomery, Ramondre. I really like Jonathan Taylor. That's me. Put him in, but play all three. But we, but we can, we can fit him. We in can now. fit all three now that we have that money. So, so now I, we have I would Taylor, Ramondre, and then in the flex or whoever. It we, works. So we're playing those three. You'd make, you'd put your latest starting guy in your I flex. think they all play it. I think they all play early yeah, anyway. they all but, play 1 o'clock. And now put Garrett Wilson for your Ramondre Garrett Wilson secondary stack. Where is Montgomery? There he is. All right, so Wilson. Now we have 5,800 for a wide receiver and a tight end. Slayton, baby. Get okay. him in there. Okay, so we'll go Slayton for the the five. I, I already have, I, in fairness, I already have Slayton in. 
Okay. Do I you threw, have, do threw you have Amon Ryan? Uh, we can do that. You don't want to touch any of those running backs? Well, I want the three running backs you said. I guess we have the three running backs in already. Yeah, so we want Amon Ron, whoever the cheap tight end is. 4,300 for tight end. And what's that leave us? Schultz. Schultz, Fryermuth. Oh, Schultz. Fryermuth, too. Wow. Higby, Higby. Both those guys. That's an awesome lineup, actually. What, what is the lineup? Read it again. Daniel Jones, Jonathan Taylor, Ramondre, Slayton, Garrett Wilson, Amon Ra, Schultz, David Montgomery, Steelers D. Yeah, so Daniel Jones with a re- receiver, and Wandale could be out, and Slayton's already been good with Daniel Jones, so I like that. Run it back with Ramondre. With, uh, with a, s- Amon Ra. Then you so have you Ramondre and Garrett, Garrett Wilson. Wilson. Then you got your Fields, Leverage. It's not even Fields. Uh, sorry, don't let me say this. It's not Fields Leverage when this guy's like 25 or 30% owned himself. Yes, he would hurt Fields some. Again, they could both get there, all of that, but it might actually be the other way this week because Fields is not as owned as what he has been lately, even with the price bump and all that stuff that you see. So there's that. You have a good tight end. Whether you pick Schultz or Fryermuth is up to you. I, I like both of those. And then you have Jonathan Taylor in the flex. Yeah. And Steelers D. Steelers D. And 100 bucks. Uh, zero. You could go down. Oh, but if you go Schultz to Fryermuth, you can get to that Cleveland D versus Heineke that I kind of like. No, it's Cleveland D against Buffalo. You want or sorry, I meant... Uh, Texans D. Texans D. Are they 2,400? The Texans, he is 2,400, yes. Yes, that's why I keep saying, if I said Cleveland, that's what I meant. I was saying, I've been targeting Heineke because it works pretty much every time. Well, he tries to throw you the ball. He just gives it away. Yeah, that's what I mean. So, And it's insane. If you go back to like the last 10 games he's played, I think there's an average of a pick per game. And that, so, I, and that actually does work out, too, because we have Steelers D. Instead of playing Fryermith, we go dead. We can play Fryermith, get off of Steelers D, and go up to Texans D. Yeah, even if you can play them both together if you want to stick with it. I actually don't even hate it as is. With Fryer, that that's interesting, like you said, because we we just talked earlier about not liking Najee, not liking the run game as much there, and being able to get through him through the air. The numbers for Fryermuth are pretty insane right now, for what you know targets per route run and all that stuff, all the all the metrics, the underlying metrics in the back end where Pickett is just using him plenty, or or he could be using him more. That really sets up for a potential where he scores fifteen plus points here, and that would be very good. So, yeah, I actually really like that lineup. What else do we want to build? I don't know. I might want to just use that lineup. <laughs> that's that's. Do, a good do you want to build out of fields and see how it looks? Yeah, we should build out of fields so too. Fields commit. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Or is it just fields naked? And if we get to a Chicago spot, we put it in. Hey, fields is only forty one hundred. How much is Mooney this week? That's what I got to look He's at. Fifty four hundred, I think. Fifty four hundred. No ownership either. How much is Claypool? Still forty eight hundred. God, still Clay- sucking. Claypool sucks. By still, the way. St- still sucking. I was just gonna say that. Yes. Commit's at least doing things. Yeah, I have like a hard catching t- touchdowns. I have a hard time going back to him. He's it's not like his ownership is off the charts though. No, it has nothing to do with ownership. It's just again, does he does he really do it again? And now the price bump up to forty one hundred. Like I like Fryermuth way more than okay. Kibet. So Fields naked. Then. Higby is right underneath there as well. By the way, four thousand. Real dicey on that. No, but if we'll see how it goes. But if because with Cup being out, if people are playing more Scow, I, I, I would rather play Scow than play Higby. Okay. I, that's interesting. I, I probably would play. Van Jefferson was the one. Yeah, I was going to say, I'd probably I probably play Van Jefferson it. or Higby. That's who I would like the most. Van Jefferson at 45. Because he's their deep guy. Yeah. He, he almost fits the kind of And he, he's way different than Bird. I was just going to say. Is he? Because he doesn't do anything either. Yeah, I think he is. I don't think he's a just if he catches a bomb guy when you also have an injury associated with it. Sure. And you have a better quarterback, realistically. And maybe he's not that much better, but you can at least see where they could get him the ball. So I, I like that spot better, at least, versus Mariota, who's falling to the ground on his head, throwing <laughs> away picks. Like, come on. 
So I, I don't hey, know. Fields did that last week too. Yeah, Fields has got a little bit of upside. Well, we'll see. They play each other this week in the, the battle of Mariota versus Fields. But so, so we just have Fields. Fields is our quarterback. What do we do now? Do we want Montgomery? Or do we want to use it to go off Let's use it to go off Let's say in this one we don't use Montgomery. Okay. So now we liked the Ramondre Garrett Wilson. Okay, so we'll throw in Ramondre and Garrett Wilson. We have $5,100 left. So we'll go to Texans D for you. Yeah, Texans D. Texans D. Now we have $5,700 left. Jeez. We could play a mini correlation here. Who else am I missing? Well, you could go, I mean, if you want to go double tight end and really jam in, guys, you could go Fryermuth and Hurst, tight end and flex. Because Hurst is 35. Kind of like Hurst. Or you could do like Tyler Boyd. Deontay Johnson, Tyler Boyd, Fryermuth, if you wanted to. I'm try- I'm trying to stick with I guess that's the hard thing too, is like for some reason I want to go to outdoor lineups here. Like I always want to go to the Giants in the Detroit game because of the Barkley situation, the Slayton, the Amon Ra. I think Amon Ra just is popular, and again, how is he not? He's still priced under what he probably should be. I mean, so I love CD. Yeah, CD. I-, I think CD is a be- much better play than Amon Ra. Can you get CD Hawkinson in this lineup? CD Hawkinson. I, I think our running backs might suffer here unless we go to Skoranek. Uh Right now, we have $5,200 left for a running back, wide receiver, and flex. Yeah, man. It's if you use good. CD and Hawkinson with this in it. So let's just say we throw in Montgomery because he's like the cheap guy. Or Gibson. Throw and Gibson. We, we want to try and stay off Montgomery. We have, te- we have Texans D in, by the way. So should we take Texans D out, bump them down to Steelers D. Yeah, do that. Let's right, do that. So we'll go Gibson, go to Steelers D. Now we have wide receiver and a flex, $5,000 a piece. So you could do Skoranek and then whoever's left in the 6000 Yeah, do that. Which would be it's probably David some... Montgomery. Michael Pittman is right there. It was, I was going to say it probably lands you in that area, though, where you can. This is why Montgomery is going to be super popular, by the way. Yeah, and this is where I just take the lineup and garbage it, and I turn Fields and Montgomery in this spot into Jones and Barkley, like we talked about earlier, and just be done with it. Because I, once it gets to that point, if you are if you aren't going to leverage what you were trying to leverage, you know, we, then you can decide. But I mean, uh, we could use Cordero. Yeah, Opposite. Cordero fits with zero. Okay. Then you have Fields and Cordero. Fields Cordero. See, this lineup I don't like as much as the last one. But I like it because it has fields in it. Yeah, that's the good part. <laughs> but again, if he if he pulls through a thirty this week, it's not horrible. But if he doesn't get you the forty plus and the rest of that lineup, we did, I don't personally love it. Then it would be more of a challenge. Paul, question for our resident Ravens expert: mm-hmm. Is Mark Andrews playing this week? Because if he doesn't play, it gets you off of Komet. It gets you all the way down to Likely, who will be there's so many like cheap value tight ends. Yep. That would be nice. Paul missed the one-liner off the top. I said if Mark Andrews is out, I'm likely playing yeah. Isaiah. But right. that, that's the, the line of the week, and it went right over your head, Paul, or you just weren't listening, and I understand you're a busy man. So. I should have known. No, I should have okay. known that you were more I still than love ready you, man. to play it's okay. Isaiah likely. But I, I don't know. Like it looks like us. Andrews will play, to be honest. Again, we'll wait and see what happens. But the way like, last week didn't come back, but you know, had, sorry, didn't come back the week before, then had the bye. Now it's the spot where it looks like he will be back. And that is interesting, Pat, too, by the way. Another, again, you got to go outdoors, but... And I was just building this up. What it's if, been a while since we've seen the Lamar-Andrews game, and if you just play those two, you can fill it in with whatever else you want. Don't worry about ownership. I, I wouldn't worry about playing any Carolina Panther. No, you know, I mean, that's what I'm saying. You just go, you go Lamar, 
I've considered this already, but Lamar and Andrews, and then just fill it out. And if, if Andrews is out, it's just it's even better because you just go Lamar and likely Wilson and fill it out. Garrett Wilson, Jacoby Myers, David Montgomery. This is with Lamar and. And then we'll go down and take Steelers D. Go Gibson if yeah, you're not going we have, with Ramondre. We have Ramondre. 53. I, I, I like Skoranek this week, by the way. Yeah, so go. I, I liked your Van Jefferson point, but sure. It doesn't mean, matter. May, maybe we can see if we can use him or go not. Go Scow. Put, put Gibson in because we still will need a medium. Sorry, yeah, we have $6,000 left in the way I'm building this for a flex and a running back. Yeah. So we can go high-low. We can go up to the $7,000. I, I would just go to Gibson. We're, we're playing off of somewhere in that range. The thing is, I don't like any of the flex options in that range. What, is, what does it leave you with? It leaves us with 6500 and you don't like Pollard Pierce's there. Yeah, Pierce is there. Paul, I mean, but that could be a good spot. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's not a bad spot to land in, Pollard or Pierce. And Zeke, we don't even know what the situation is yet. Like, for example, if Zeke's out, that'd be a great spot to just plug him in. Amari Cooper's right there. Yeah, he's he's probably fine this week too. To be honest, no, it's on the road. Can't ever play. Oh yeah, the rules with the Mari. Why, why, why aren't we going back to Donovan Peoples Jones? I don't know. <laughs> he has been consistent. It's like four four games in a row now. Yeah, but how's the Bills injury report looking, Paul? You're usually up on this. Horrible. Oh, okay. So Murray Cooper, it is. Oh, like Russo's yeah, Mar- out. I think Tre'Davious isn't playing. Tre'Davious isn't playing. Like it's pretty much the same like shambles of a secondary that we've been dealing with the last like three or four weeks. Okay. Let's also, talk- also in that same spot, real quick though, is that you have uh, another move you can do. You could take Myers out. Play Ramondre. Play Ramondre, and then you land at fifty three hundred, which is London Pickens, Curtis Samuel. Pickens, I like. Well, Pickens is for sure an option, but also Samuel is because I'm not sure if you looked at ownership. Uh, but uh, Terry McLaurin is going to be super chalk. That's fine. I, so I, you can I'm play Samuel that. instead. The, the issue is now that Dotson's back and Logan Thomas is being more involved. Just everything that Samuel was getting is just lessened at this point. He's not like a super high upside guy. Oh, I don't. Yeah, but this is all tournament theory. Like if every, if everyone's playing McLaurin, you just play Samuel. Oh, oh, sure. That's why I'm saying in the lineup it makes sense where you balance out some of that chalk where most will have. Ramondre with Wilson and with McLaurin, you would have Ramondre with Wilson, but have Samuel. You've got the same spot, just in a different guy. Let's see. Using that build that we just had. This gets me to 5,400. I guess, yeah, we continue to. And there's probably other guys there, too. I'll just use that as. We continue to use Gibson in this lineup, right? Yeah. You can do Mooney. You can do Cooks. Oh, Cooks is a secondary stack with Gibson. It is. But again, do you love it? I I don't know. I think I'd almost rather play Nico Collins at this point. They're both fine to me. Again, that's my whole point, though. I never care about that. To me, it's the same thing. Everyone does that, and they're like, oh, but this matchup with Slay in another matchup. No, so it's like, not even that. Do, just, not he, you. I'm just saying in general. Just it went, doesn't matter. This is when people get so into it about, do I play this guy or that guy? I play the guy that fits. You're playing the same spot. Sure, you're, you're playing the same spot, but it's just like, objectively, Collins overcooks at this point. Collins being used Maybe. more. He's way cheaper. Yeah, well, any given week. Who cares? Okay. That's how I look at it completely. Why, like I said, Samuel is a great option is because people in those lineups are already playing McLaurin for good reason. He's better. He's been better, quote-unquote, with Heineke, and it's true. But if he doesn't have the greatest game here, it could be Samuel, and then people will look and go, oh, of course, when I play McLaurin. Every week, how many? everyone that's watching the show or listening to it sits in front of the TV every week and goes, come on, Montgomery. Ebner, come on. I need McLaurin here so bad. Boom. Touchdown, Tommy, Samuel. Tommy Treble. Or, the wor- DJ or worse. Exactly. We see that all the time. These are not that crazy scenarios. We didn't talk about Dante Foreman at all. Yeah. I think that's because they're too big of underdogs. But if somehow this is a close game, he could eat here. 
Yeah, I got a hard time seeing it. He's down my list quite a ways. But I get it. The volume. I guess here's the deal. He projects better than Drake. And if Guz is out, I would just play Drake even with the steam that he gets. Because what steam is he going to get? He's not going to get much mm-hmm. steam. And I liked your call earlier. And they use him over the middle. They throw him passes. He could get a touchdown up there when they get there. All those factors where it's not as scary as it has been in the past where they have a guy like Gus already have Lamar, all these things. They just don't have it. And if Andrews was somehow out back to the, the contrary to our previous thought, again, another option there. So I, I don't know. Deontay, I get it. What do you have? 31 carries last week. I understand the volume. I worry about the matchup and going into Baltimore and all this with these other options that we have on the slate. It just doesn't feel. And, and I talked about this with Celia a little bit as well. Just when they are within a score, it's a ton of Dante Foreman. Once they are down by more than a score, he's just not on the field anymore. Yeah, Ravens coming off two weeks, man. That's the one thing where I would say, like, they they have to continue this path. There's also a chance this week Pittsburgh wins the matchup with Cincinnati, right? We talked about that game a little bit, and you were saying, like, I'm not sure what side you lean on. But I, if, I like, I, I don't know if Pittsburgh can outright win. I like the I like the spread for Pittsburgh. Yeah, sure, and and that's probably the best way to look at it. But if, like you said, if Pittsburgh could somehow pull off that win too, it's just even more important for Baltimore to sort of lock things up as best they can there in the AFC North. So I think. Them for, you know, coming off the bye. I think they could just roll here. Okay. So, defenses. Let's go through the defenses. Let's do the D. That's fun. Maybe a yes or no. Ravens, 4,000. The only one up top that I think I'm considering. I'll pull up the other options. I'm working off two sheets. I like when I have my monitor, but I have them marked at 4,000. The only one Don't I w- think I'll get there, to be honest, but I was going to say. Of anyone above. Oh, Pats. Pats was the other one I Pat, had up top. The Patriots would be the only one I would play in the 3,000s outside of the Commanders. Yes, I, li- I like the Patriots. I just, I just don't know how you get to them. Yeah, it's tough. You need the money on this slate. That's the thing, and it's not that much of a difference between them. So, and I, I don't think it's going to be a game breaker. Even if the, you know, even if one of the teams pull off up here, eighteen to twenty, will it be in the winning lineup? Probably yes, in the large field tournaments and stuff. But when you still, you can make that up elsewhere with the savings. When we talk about some of those two v twos and one v ones, sure, the other spots. So I, I'm with you. I like the Rams and Jets. 29 28 the rams call i like quite a bit because of what you said there and it's also they're a hundred bucks less than the very popular saints people are playing the saints and the steelers basically right now is what Mm -hmm. it looks like agreed and texans and texans yes and i like the texans and i like the steelers for those savings otherwise down at the bottom i don't i don't like anyone like after that it would be the jets and rams raiders versus mr unlimited that's not horrible but i gotta remember the raiders is so bad they can't, they, how many turners have they generated this year? It's tough. Like, even in terms of, like, pressure. If like, anything, too, you might see Denver. It, like, it wouldn't surprise me. Denver's 3,500. I'm not saying to go for them, but it would not surprise me if people got to the Raiders eventually or a little bit and the Broncos end up turning back to their old ways and crushing again because that's usually the only thing they have going for them. Rams you talked about. Vegas is second last in the league in adjusted sack rate. Like, they just don't get to the passer. It's a problem. Yeah, that, that is a problem, big time. I really like the Rams call quite a bit, actually, that you brought that up because not only is it already Andy Dalton, but if they decide to flip it at the half or anything like that, you're, you're now going up against Jameis. They, are, they have a good defense. They, they definitely do. So I like that call at 2,900. And then who's the other one I had here? The Browns versus Buffalo is just pure leverage. This is the thing last week, just to bring it up right quick, because now we are on defense and people like it. We'll talk about it. But remember last week, I saw some comments and things like that. Well, did people not know that Josh Allen was starting and they just left the Vikings in? No, like Josh Allen had been horrible the game before that too, before the injury. He was still making mistakes and throwing picks and doing stuff like that. And then it still worked out again with it. And I don't even think it was injury related. So 
I'm not saying Josh Allen's bad. He's the best quarterback in the league, in my opinion. But the, what I'm better saying... Better than Mahomes, huh? I think so, no, yeah. No. I definitely do. No. Better, yeah. than, better than your boy Lamar? Yeah, oh yeah, no. definitely. Better than Jared Goff? <laughs> the first two are at least a, a conversation, and they will be argumentative on, on that side, but yeah, Goff, no. I'd rather I know have, you're I, I would rather have Patrick Mahomes, for the record. Yeah. I'll see how that turns out. I think the Bills uh, have the right guy, and so... Um, I would just say that if you are if you are wanting to leverage them up, that's all I was really looking at from that perspective down there. I think it's a spot you could go back to again. They're twenty three hundred, the same as the Steelers at one fifth, one sixth of the ownership, mm-hmm. and it's definitely something they could pop up here. We'll see. Again, we we didn't talk a lot about it. we didn't build a Josh Allen lineup, but the point is you could you could play. I mean, Josh Allen's going into a dome this week. I think he's definitely in play. We we didn't talk a lot about that. W- but. Would you play any percent? No. Let's let's put before we get out of here. That'll be the last thing that we do. Buffalo Josh Allen lineups. Now that it's in a dome, see how this works. Who are the guys? Allen, Diggs, Gabe. Knox, Knox, Peoples Jones. That's your starting point. All right, double stack him up. If he goes off here, he's going off. Diggs, he's throwing four touchdowns, running one in, showing Patrick Mahomes who he is. What's up, Knox? Let's see. And who'd you say? And Peoples Jones. You talked about, right, about him Jones. earlier. Let's try him out again. Okay, so that gives us 5,100 per player. Yep, now put Montgomery, Montgomery. Ramondre, Wilson, Steelers. If this fits, I might just play it. Montgomery, Wilson. I think we're all kind of overlooking that Stevenson might not be great this week. I'm going to end up playing him, but that's... He he could be the worst one. But again, he also, his worst one could be 16 or 18, and it doesn't kill you. We have $5,400 left for a flex. Is that with Steelers D in there? Yep. Didn't we have a $5,400 flex earlier that we liked? Yeah, it was. You didn't like it, actually. I think I... I, I mean, you could play what. Hawkinson if you just think that he's good. Uh, Mooney, Cooks, Michael Carter, Brian Robinson, Curtis Samuel, Hawkinson, yeah. as I mentioned, Daryl Henderson, George Pickens is right there. I mean, in this lineup... It's like, like Robinson or something. I, I like Slayton. Yeah. Like I, was, I don't know. I don't really love that landing spot. Or what you could do. I know that you don't love doing this, but... I do like the Rams D. Pay up a little bit more for your defense for the first time all day. Yeah, let's now see. we're forty-eight, and now we're down to a flex of you know you have Wyndale who's there. That Van Jefferson is Ky- sitting there. Kyron Williams with his defense stacked up. <laughs> Finally gets back. Hey, well, you don't have much there though, do you? What do you got? Chase Claypool. Done. We've. Yeah. I, I think that the answer is Van Jefferson, unless you want to go down to Skronik. Uh, I don't know. And if I you went to Skronik. In this spot, or however the hell you say his name. I think it would be Brian Robinson with the cheaper D. Yeah, well, if I go to Skoranek, and then I go to Steelers D, go back to that, I can upgrade Stevenson to either Nick Chubb or Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. Which I, I, I don't which like, I like that. A lot. I, I still like Ramondre there, because like I said, if he fails, I think it's like 15, 16 points. If he crushes, I think it's 30, so... I would probably just go with Robinson. Really? At, at fifty three hundred in that I mean, lineup, we, we can get up before. to Patriots. <laughs> eh, we got Garrett Wilson. It's not that you can't play it against Garrett Wilson. I just meant like when you have we have a secondary stack built in already. I guess that would be what you could do instead. What what is uh, when you put Brian Robinson? How much did it leave us for the D? Uh, flex Robinson, you can fit in twenty four hundred. Oh, perfect. Texans, right? Yeah, that is who he's playing, by the way. Oh, it's the opposite side. Yeah. The, um, you can still do Steelers, D. Yeah, just leave Steelers. So what's that full lineup with Steelers in it? Allen, Diggs, Knox, Peoples-Jones, 
Montgomery Stevenson, Garrett Wilson, Brian Robinson, Steelers D. Perfect. The Mayo special. So there's that lineup and the, what was the one I really liked earlier that we wrote down? It was the, I'm gonna have to go back and re-listen to it, but there's two lineups. Uh, I'll give you the, I'll give you the one that you liked. It is. It had Jonathan Taylor in it. It had. Daniel Jones, Jonathan Taylor, Ramondre, Slayton, Amon Ra, Garrett Wilson, Schultz, Montgomery, Steelers D. Bam. That's good too. That's a good lineup. So which one do you like better? Let's do this. Let's put one of these lineups in the King of the Beach. It's over, isn't it? No, this oh, week like my five one. entries. I'm going to enter one of these in. If you get you get to pick it, and what I'll do is if that lineup moves on, I'll take. Let's do up to five. That what's first two hundred thousand. So let's do up to ten percent. Sorry, up to five percent. Ten thousand dollars. I was trying to say max. So if I win the two hundred thousand, do a ten thousand dollar free roll. For for the Mayo listeners. For the Mayo listeners. If this lineup gets through. So Pat's responsible to pick between those two lineups. Can we play Demir Bird? Well, no. How about this? This is fair for the people. We're picking between those two lineups. Yeah. You and I will decide over the weekend. We'll look at projections, see how things shake out. Now, if some major injury hits. Obviously, it changes. But Pat and I are going to make one lineup of the five that I have. We're going to call it the Mayo Express. I'll post it on Twitter. Whatever happens with it, if it moves on and gets to the final, so it has to come top 75 of the 250, I'll, I'll dedicate 5% of whatever it wins to a free roll. If it's a good amount, if it's a lower amount and it only wins six grand or something, yeah. I'll do a giveaway for that 5% to one person. We'll just run a retweet follow contest or something and give it away. But it's a, you know, it's a good way to have a little fun with it. Well, that's very generous. That's how you know you got five entries. Well, that's, I got five entries. <laughs> I know. It's, it's a good way to do it. But I mean, it's all, it's all in good fun. It's which, good for the people. Which I like one, it. Which one do you like more? I don't know, and, and that's why. Like, I definitely like those two. I didn't like any of the other ones that we built where I was like, oh, I could actually use that one. I kind of like both those ones we just built, the Josh Allen or that, but I want to compare on my side because I probably was going to do one of those anyway of what version I like better of my own. Yeah, because you, you, you don't like Jonathan Taylor as much as I That's do. why I didn't want to commit to it, but I, maybe I do for this, and maybe I need that sort of leverage spot in one of the lineups. You and I will pick between the Daniel Jones and the Josh Allen lineup the versions that we built, one of those will become the Mayo special. One of those will be that way. If it gets through to the final 75, 5% to the winner for some a random winner on Twitter that will run the contest for, if it's big enough of a win. If, if it's you win the 200K, the 200K we'll or give the, away 10 grand. If I win top three is the easiest way to do it because then it's five grand up to 10 grand, five grand, 7,500 or 10 grand. We'll run it as a free roll and build it in where it's a free contest and he'll have like a payout structure and people can join it and we'll do it up that way. That's we'll very, figure out the logistics, but it's a fun way to do it. It's that's a good that, giveaway. That, that's, Up to $10,000 giveaway. That is very generous. Potentially. So. You, you should follow at Toteg and Tambo on Twitter and thank him. Yeah, it's going to be In advance one. for my lineup, which will come dead last. It, I, hey, it just has to come top. 75, 75th place is the same as first. How do people do, like, in a 225-person, like, entry? Are people running out mainly cash lineups? Some. But there's a lot of decisions to be made this week, so it means there's going to be a lot of mistakes made. Right, just you know, maybe I'm making them, maybe they're making them, but it's a sharp field. The 250 man field, if you if you breeze through it, very strong. So, but we have five chances to get through. This is for this lineup, the contest. But I think that's a fair way to do it. I'm gonna build four of my own that I'm gonna put time into just as much. But uh, this lineup that we choose, we'll run those contest details. All right, it's a fun way. RunPureSports.com is where you can find all of Tambo's work. Plus, you can catch him on Fantasy Football Picks and Bets on Mayo Media Network and Fantasy Golf Degenerates, which is done for the year. 
Golf's done, right? Golf's done. Yes. Last week of the swing season, we got a little six-week break. I have a really good lineup, and it's going to be a four of six. D- Davis Thompson was a sin eater for <laughs> so all. So can- of- cancel that first sentence. You do not have a really good lineup if it's going to be a four of six. Well, it's currently winning a bunch of money. Yeah. I saw a six of six is way down, so maybe a five. Of- if my other guys can sneak through, maybe a five of six can win me some money here. Min cash, baby. Let's yeah, go. I think it'll be better than min cash in some of these smaller high high dollar uh, tournaments. Okay, okay. But uh, the bets are looking good for the first time all swing season. So fingers- I'm coming off back to back. I got Henley and then Finau. Would like to end out the season. Ben Griffin? You got Ben Griffin? No, I do not. I need Ben Griffin. Okay. Putnam? I do not. Davis Riley? Of course. There we go. So hopefully Davis Riley can win, and we'll all be good with that. Uh, runthesims.com slash mayo will get you 10% off. Sub to the newsletter. That will have fresh information on Saturday, plus an updated injury report. Smash like and sub to the channel where you're here as well, and play in the DraftKings Listeners League. I'm Pat Mayo. Thanks for watching. I'll see you next time. Experience! Experience!